Pauline, give me some of your tots. I ate his liver with some fava beans. Nice candy. Combo, pan fry, deep fry, stir fry. Yummy! Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Cooking Show. Happy Labor Day. It is Labor Day Monday, and uh, this week we are making Cocovan, Cocovin, cock and wine. It's a classic French country farmhouse preparation. Um, hey, before we get started, just at the top here, um, there is a cricket or a locust or a cicada or something outside um, on the porch. I don't know where it is, but he is screaming. Hopefully, um, uh, Audio Hijack can suppress that. So I don't know if it's pick, being picked up on the recording or not, but this thing is like a deafening volume. It's amazing how loud such a uh, small thing can be. Anyway, uh, back to back to cooking here. We are making uh, Coke Ovan uh, this week. I try not to sound too pretentious. I don't know how to pronounce it without you know sound like an idiot here. It's just all French words. The reason that we're making that in particular is, you know, I have a couple flocks of chickens here, a flock of uh, meat birds and a flock of laying hens. And we're rotating our roosters, a different breed of rooster coming in to, you know, propagate the genetics. So you got to take the old roosters out, you know, you got to send them to the, to the great chicken coop in the sky. And that's what we did this week. Classically, this uh, dish is designed basically to make use of these older these older birds that are can be a little tough, lots of flavor, you know, really hard, dense bones and connective tissue and all that kind of stuff. So this is a long, slow, braising sort of like comfort food there. Now, uh, as with you know all the episodes, check the show notes. We got a real nice imager album there step-by-step step of the preparation of the ingredients and cooking and all that kind of stuff. No special ingredients really uh, for this episode. I am using a couple things uh, that are a little more esoteric in place of more common ingredients, but I'll tell you what those are when we get to them. And no real special equipment is needed for this. You can use a, an enameled uh, cast iron Dutch oven, a regular Dutch oven. I used a, a what was it? An all clad uh, baking pan thing with a lid, uh, but really nothing, nothing too weird on that front. All right. So let's talk about uh, ingredients here. Uh, I'm using one whole chicken broken down into legs, thighs, wings, and breast. Of course, bone in and everything. We want to get that nice flavor in the, in the sauce that's going to be cooked in. We're using two cups of red wine. Um, traditionally, you'll use a, a burgundy style wine. I'm using a Pinot Noir. Two cups of chicken stock. A quarter cup of brandy or cognac. Technically, that's optional. I did get some cheap brandy to use for this, so, so it works. Okay, three strips of bacon. I used prosciutto because I have a lot of prosciutto. Um, that would be uh, one of the es one of the more esoteric ingredients, but three strips of bacon would be fine. A uh, medium onion, four carrots, half pound of mushrooms, a half pound of pearl onions. Uh, man, the pearl onions, as much as I love using fresh ingredients, 
I could not find fresh pearl onions anywhere. So went with bird's eye frozen and uh, they were fine. Let's see what two tablespoons of tomato paste. Again, I'm using tomato powder in place of the tomato paste because rather than canning all of our tomatoes, we dehydrate them and then grind them up in into tomato powder and then you can rehydrate those in sauces or you know whatever so rather than tomato paste i'm using tomato powder but you can definitely go with the tomato paste on that two tablespoons of olive oil i used also two tablespoons of duck fat if you're using bacon in place of prosciutto you don't need the extra fat there. You don't have to use duck fat or butter or whatever. The prosciutto, we do render some fat out of that, but it's not as much as you would get out of an equivalent quantity of bacon. So I boosted up the fat content with some duck fat, but you can definitely skip that if you don't have it on hand. Uh, some fresh thyme, a bay leaf, two to three cloves of garlic, and then some salt and pepper. Okay. Now, Preparation here, fairly simple. It's a, it's a process, you know, it's just a, an orderly stacking of ingredients and flavors and, and, and getting everything uh, cooked to an appropriate level before it goes into the oven. We start off by putting all of our chicken parts into a bowl and then adding the chicken stock, the wine, and the brandy. It's essentially a, a quick marinade. Uh, it's going to sit in that liquid while we prep the vegetables and the rest of the ingredients, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes while you get everything else together. Okay. So start off cutting your bacon or prosciutto into half inch pieces and then get that into the pan medium high to render the fat and to brown the meat. And once that meat starts to brown, remove it with a slide spoon, put it in a bowl, set it aside, leave the fat in the pan. At this point, I added the duck fat to the rendered prosciutto fat. If you used bacon, you probably have enough fat in there. Don't worry about adding anything. And you're going to put, uh, you're going to take the chicken parts out of the wine stock and brandy mixture, pat it dry with um, a paper towel. Keep that liquid in the bowl. You're going to need that later, but pat the chicken dry and place that into the hot pan, skin side down to brown all those pieces take about you know five minutes on both sides uh, you know mo moving them around the pan there get them browned up it's not going to cook all the way through obviously you're just getting some color on the skin once you've done that remove the chicken from the pan put it on a plate or a platter or something and let that sit off to the side while we do the rest of this so now we have a a hot pan with a little bit of oil, a little bit of, um, what would you say, um, prosciutto or bacon fat, duck fat, whatever, as well as some brown bits in the bottom of the pan. Add your olive oil and put in the onion and carrot. Okay. The onion, we're going to dice the onion. You could slice it into like julienne, but I diced the onion and then I cut the carrots into thirds so that I have nice big hunks of carrot at the end of this. Get those vegetables into the pan and kind of saute those. Uh, the onions will become translucent. And then once they start to brown, you can add the, uh, the mushrooms in the garlic. The mushrooms we're going to quarter. So they're going to be big chunks of mushroom. And then the garlic, you can, you know, dice up into 
tiny little pieces. Add those and cook that for a while. The the, the mushrooms will become soft and wet, for, for lack of a better word. Uh, once that has happened, we will take our chicken and return it to the pan on top of all your cooking vegetables. Try to keep it in like a single layer, like otherwise it'll be really high. Like you want to keep everything below the, the lip of the pan, obviously. Get your chicken pieces in there. Add the pearl onions, add back the cooked bacon or prosciutto, put your, your fresh thyme and your bay leaf on top, and then pour all but about a half a cup of that marinade liquid, the, the, the wine, the stock, the brandy. Pour that back into the pan and keep about, about a half a cup in the bowl. To that liquid, you're going to add your tomato paste, or in my case, the tomato powder, whisk it together so that it becomes smooth, and then pour that into the pan with the chicken, with the vegetables and everything. That's all of your ingredients in this uh, in this cooking vessel. Cover that with a lid and into that 350 degree oven for three hours. So this is going to be a long, slow, hot, humid, you know, braise. It's going to be cooking in that in that liquid. It's going to break down the connective tissue. Uh, you know, the ligaments, the tendons, it's going to tenderize the meat. It's going to make it, you know, fork tender and fall apart. Fantastic. After three hours, remove that pan from the oven put it on the counter, uncover it and let this uh, sit for, you know, 15 to 20 minutes. So it's going to be a lot of heat in there, um, but that'll, that'll allow the sauce to thicken up a bit, you know, between the the chicken stock and the tomato and the the collagen and you know connective tissue and the chicken you've got a lot of like gelatinous parts to this to the to the sauce that the chicken is cooking in so as that cools down and isn't like at a quick simmer <laughs> from being in the oven um, it'll thicken up a bit and uh, then you're good to go you serve that I did went alongside a, a really bright you know, fresh salad with uh, vinaigrette and uh, sliced apple, kind of to cut the the heavy richness of the of the chicken and the and the wine sauce and everything. Um, but it was fantastic, and it was uh, it, it made use of an ingredient, you know, a mature rooster that. Uh, otherwise is, is culinarily difficult to make use of, you know, uh, it has great flavor, great texture, but you just have to work at it to, to get it palatable and, and able to, ch to chew because it is super tough. I mean, it's basically like a, a delicious flavorful boot. <laughs> um, but yeah, all right, super easy ing ingredients, you know, root vegetables, real flavorful alcohols, you know, wine and brandy come together to uh, produce something that's great on a, on a rainy late summer, early fall. You know, that's where we are. It's September. It's fantastic. Really, really satisfying. So uh, have a great week uh, and check out the imager album with all the pretty pictures and uh, eat well this week. All right. Talk to you guys later.